everyone. I am Carla Jakubovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning Podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 13 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. On this podcast, we will showcase alumni from each one of these schools to share their success stories and insights with you. Today, our podcast welcomes Andrea Tassistro, an alumnus from Collège Champité. Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, absolutely. My name is uh, Andrea Tassistro. I'm uh, Swiss-Italian. I was uh, born and raised in, in Switzerland. I'm uh, 29 years old and I come from a, a brotherhood of uh, uh, three uh, siblings. That's good. What are your absolute favorite memories from your years as a boarder? I think it's, uh, it's soccer. Uh, it's playing football uh, after school. With, uh, with the, being at the boarding school, you're uh, obliged to do one hour of sports per day. And um, for us, sports was football. But nothing, I think they tried to, 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 to make us do some, some stuff, some different stuff. But to us, it was really playing soccer. Uh, every night, so so yeah, that that was the that were the good memories. I would say that maybe the the dinners and and being uh, uh, at at the school while while uh, the students were not there. So when we were only the boarders at the school were uh, very good moments. Yeah, the boarders are at Champité. It's a it's a family within a family, right? You have your exactly your group of boarders, and you're essentially living with your best friends. You you know you get to have breakfast, lunch, dinner, study, excursion, sports, everything with uh, with your peers. Do you still do you still keep in touch with uh, some of them? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, speaking of boarding school, let me ask, what was your least favorite school rule? I think there were two, two or three, if I can. <laughs> the, the first one was uh, um, the fact that we were obliged to be at breakfast every morning. So even though you didn't want to have breakfast, you, you had to wake up uh, mm -hmm. uh, and, and physically be there at 7 uh, 25 every morning and the second one I would say was that we were uh, forbid to keep our phones at night yeah uh, we had to to put them in a, in a little uh, room uh, that was closed it was closed during night and open mm -hmm. in the morning looking back now do you think these rules played a role in uh making you a disciplined individual? Yeah, I mean, I think they, they taught us uh, that, that sometimes you have to play by the rules and, and this is what forged us uh, at, the, at the college. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, I was going to ask what was your favorite thing to do on campus, but you already touched on that with, with the football. Um, what was your favorite thing to do outside of campus? Because Champité has such an incredible location. They're truly in the heart of Lausanne, just a few steps away from the lake. Did you have favorite things to do outside of the school? Yeah, I think that just... Uh, stepping out of the school and, and walking uh, past the lake was, was something that was absolutely exceptional. 
and yeah that that were very good memories basically every every time we had a break we could simply hang out by the lake uh, anytime during during the summer and that was fantastic yeah and and it's just so convenient really because i remember when i wanted to i, I went to a swiss school uh, also And when I wanted to travel and explore, a lot of times I had to catch a train to Lausanne and, and go from Lausanne somewhere. You can, you know, take the TGV and in four hours you're in Paris. It's just so easy to to travel outside or within Switzerland from Lausanne. Did you get a chance to explore uh, neighboring countries outside of Switzerland during your time at school? Well, I think the only country that I explored uh, while I was shopping there was Sweden because we did our uh, grad trip uh, in Stockholm. But other than that, not not really. I was going back every weekend at my family's because they were based in Geneva. So, so I, I didn't have the chance to to travel as uh, the other seven day boarders. Okay. Were there excursions within Switzerland or activities like yeah, ski yeah. week and things like Absolutely. that? Absolutely, we were going to uh, the mountains for for a week in uh, in February, I think, if I'm not wrong. Uh, every year, and then also the the boarding um, weekend. So every uh, every in August, once school started. Uh, the first weekend, all the boarders were going for a weekend uh, in the mountains, and it was always a, a good fun. Those sound like really fun. Andrea, you speak five languages, English, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, and French. Did you learn any of them at Champité? Yeah, I think I, I learned uh, Spanish at Champité. Very nice. Uh, I learned Spanish because uh, I ended up being... Uh, The first year when I arrived, I was in a, in my room. I was with a Mexican mm -hmm. called Sebastian, and he came to learn uh, French. Eventually, I think uh, I learned Spanish because <laughs> <laughs> there were three different. Uh, there were three Mexican coming from uh, Monterrey, and uh, uh, even though they were learning French and, and learned pretty fast. Uh, we also learned uh, quite a bit of Spanish and, and eventually ended up speaking Spanish more than, than French. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like that's one of the beauties of boarding school. It's such an international environment and you end up with friends all over the world, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's for sure. Andrea, in your view, do you think your education played a role in helping you become a successful entrepreneur? Well, uh, first of all, am I a successful entrepreneur? Uh, that that is the the first question to to solve, maybe. But yeah, I think it um, it it helps us, uh, or it helped me, uh, you know, have a, a kind of a structure that I, I still uh, have today, which uh, which helps me be um, most probably very organized, uh, dedicated to what I do and, uh, and maybe resilient as well. Mm -hmm. Before you even graduated with a degree in entrepreneurship from University of Westminster, you already founded the Entrepreneurial Society, which focused on helping young students, entrepreneurs move their ideas to products fast, helping them launch their own business with small resources. What motivated you to do this? 
when I started uni, there were a lot of different societies at, uh, at the university, but um, none of them were uh, based out around entrepreneurship. And there were, there were finance society, economic society, econometry society, uh, and then all sorts of societies such as Pokemon society or cards uh, or whatever. And mm, I think I, I joined the finance uh, society, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really interesting. So I thought maybe why don't I create my own society? And it ended up being the entrepreneurship society at the University of Westminster. And and there uh, it was really focused around entrepreneurship, building uh, companies. And so very fast, we, we ended up doing a pitching competition that was then financed, financed by, a, by a fund called St. James uh, Capital. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you founded and co-founded several businesses the Green Van, Let's Brunch, and now Food Detective. What has been the biggest challenge in these ventures? Do they share a common denominator as far as you having to overcome the exact same obstacle in all three of them? Yeah, I think it's, um, it's, this one is difficult to answer in, in the sense that uh, they're all very different businesses. And I think the, the same denominator, uh, denominator is that they, they're in the same space, which is the F&B industry, food. And um, yeah, the, the, I would say the difficulty is always uh, having to, to manage different brains uh, across uh, the territories. Uh, so that was and still is the the most challenging task uh, for me today. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about Food Detective? Yeah, of course. Uh, Food Detective is a, is a mobile app for uh, restaurants to manage their entire operation from a, from a single uh, platform and, uh, and view. And basically what we do is that we build a um, new kind of a software layer that enables our clients to manage absolutely every system they have from a single tool. Excellent. So could you essentially be monitoring your operation from the beach? Absolutely, yeah. So <laughs> that it, sounds it, very appealing. Most probably one of uh, our future ads, uh, having a restaurant at the beach, seeing what happens uh, in the actual place. Yeah, I mean, technology is enabling, is, is giving us more and more freedom. So it sounds like definitely the right direction to go. Is there anything you wish someone had told you, someone had warned you about before you started leading companies? What's a business lesson that we can't find in books? Hmm. That's, a, that's a tricky one as well. <laughs> um, maybe uh, how to raise capital. Mm-hmm. Like have a, a proper structure, um, and yeah, I mean it's it's difficult to you know to have someone tell you uh, how all of these uh, small things work. But there, are, there, are, I think uh, thousands of of little things that um, makes the experience of of building a company unique. So. I think the, the, the advice would be start early in a way that you can learn early and avoid mistakes uh, as long 
uh, as you go, you know. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, raising money, seeking funding seems to be a very common thread amongst startups and, and people wanting to launch um, their own businesses. So it, it's interesting that you touched exactly on that. Um, but you're on your third one, so it sounds like you've been doing well as far as as far as getting funded. Uh, yeah, I think uh, luckily we we managed to 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 raise a bit of capital and uh, and actually uh, always land on our feet uh, when it came to relaunch a new project. Does it become easier if you've had other businesses before? Like, is the very first time the hardest time? Yeah, I think the the very first time is the hardest. Uh, investors usually know that uh, you're not experienced. And the fact that you went through the process multiple times uh, makes it uh, always easier because not only you have the network, but on top of that, you have the skills and, you know, the do's and don'ts uh, in order to make the, the project successful. Andrea, finish this sentence for us. I'll consider myself successful when? Um, when Food Detective will be uh, operating in every single restaurant of our planet. All right. So it sounds like we'll, we'll have to check back with you in a few years and see how that's coming along. How many countries are you in right now? Uh, I think we're in around 40 countries at the moment. Oh, already. So that's that's excellent. Andrea, one of the unique uh, components about Champité is that it is a boarding school and it is also a day school, which means that boarders have the opportunity to make friends with the locals as well. Was that part of your experience? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was part of the 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 great the greatest experience at, at Champité is the fact that you have you know you have your your daily routine at school like absolutely normal with uh, close to a thousand people and, uh, and as soon as it, it ends everyone goes back home and you stay with uh, maybe what you can call your your weekly family which is the, which are the borders and, and in that case we were I think fifty or sixty uh, when I was there. You're Swiss Italian, so I'm sure you grew up with uh, good food. How's the food at school? Yeah, when uh, uh, it, it was really, really good. I, I have to be honest, uh, I, I, I enjoyed so much uh, uh, being at school to eat uh, whatever of, of kind of food they were preparing was excellent, especially the breakfast. Nice, which which you didn't want to wake up for, but <laughs> it turned out to be good. For, it was good. So it was a good, uh, a good uh, excuse to go. Did you have a favorite subject or a favorite teacher? The favorite teacher, I'm not sure. Favorite subject, I think it was economy. Maybe also because of the teacher, uh, which was Monsieur Schlatter, but. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I really enjoy the economy and law. Yeah, I asked favorite subject or teacher because, as you as you mentioned, usually they go hand in hand. A lot of times, the subject becomes our yeah. favorite because of who's teaching it. So, so that's good. Mm. Chemistry. I hated chemistry, but the teacher was so good that uh, <laughs> I actually ended up enjoying it with Mr. Dublair. That's great to hear. How big or how small were your classes there? So, for example, chemistry, we were four, and uh, and for the rest, we were uh, around 20 people. 
Mm -hmm. Do you think that having these uh, um, intimate uh, settings, personalized learning, help you overcome learning challenges if uh, if they come about? Yeah, yeah, because the, the teacher can really spend you know more time with you and really have a kind of a case by case uh, uh, per student. And if you wanna, if you wanna. Uh, I can tell you something is uh, I was the only one studying Italian. So even though I was Italian, I was studying Italian mm -hmm. and I was alone with my teacher for two years uh, with Mrs. Bradascio, her and myself, uh, we were uh, head to head in, in the classroom and, and I was basically having a private lesson. For, oh, for I was going to say, it doesn't get any more private or personalized than it that. Was, uh, so that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good to hear. Um, you mentioned you were involved in football a lot. Um, did you participate at all in any other sports? Yeah, I did. I think all the all the ADSR. So I competed uh, for Champiter in all the athletics uh, and all, all all sports. And I think ski as well a lot. Uh, uh, for two three years, I did. Uh, I I did want to 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 do some skiing uh, competition. That's good. Yeah, I like that the schools keep um, keep keeps everyone busy academically and and physically as well. Yeah, absolutely. I know it was uh, it was part of the of the campus life. Very good. Andrea, thank you so much for for doing the podcast and for being our guest today. I truly enjoyed our conversation. If any of our students wish to continue this conversation, can they find you on any of the social medias? Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn, absolutely, yes. Perfect. And if any of our listeners have any questions about anything else they heard on the podcast today, feel free to email me at carla at swisslearning.com. Thank you and until next time.